This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Connected. I'm SJ. I'm AJ. And we the Connected Experience. Hey, bro, bro, what's, what's the, the Connected, connected experience? experience? I, I got to it first. You guys. So I you got to tell them what yeah, it is. Yeah, oh, yeah. All right. So the Connected Experience is a lifestyle, our lifestyle, the, the lifestyle, lifestyle, where we take people and we connect them. Sometimes we might connect you with a person that we interested in, uh-huh. or we might connect two, three people. Now, the truth is, just on a scheduling preference type of thing, it is really hard to find two, two people, people. And we be wanting to put... People, people together, people but together, shit, yeah. shit don't stop with us. We still, it's still our lifestyle. We yeah. still, I just middle man to break today. It's like, I'm just talking shit. <laughs> I'm just talking shit. Leave that well, in there, yeah. though, just because we just told dog that we can't. No, nah, but on some middle man shit, like, I just, uh. That definitely was a joke. Yeah, that was a joke. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if they is watching us, yeah, I'm, I am work, working on my comedy skills, so something funny did happen to me, right? So the other night when it was snowing, yeah. bad as hell, I'm coming home from work, dog, and I had a Mexican standoff with some motherfucking deer, man. Yeah. Them bitches. Would not move, dog. It was a whole family. So I done what, jumped out of the cross. They was standing. <laughs> they was standing. So I tried to back up the flashlights. So I had got out the car and got my shovel just in case it turned into a problem. Because you know, if you hit a deer and he come in your front window, you go die because he gonna kick you to yeah, death. Yeah, but yeah. why? Why would you get out the car? I had to get my shovel. I had backed up a nice little ways. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, okay, okay. To get okay. my shovel to put in the front seat yeah. in case. <laughs> I had to fight with these motherfuckers because I ain't had my flare gun on me. Yeah, I would have just shot in the air if I would have had my flare gun. So how long did that last? Man, that lasted about seven minutes. So at one point, I just started smoking because <laughs> like I, they go just beer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, is that is, is they hood? Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying. And I'm just steady. driving. I'm yeah. just driving. So yeah. You know. Well, I actually got a term, and it go right into that, which is family. Any group of persons closely related by blood, as parents, children, uncles, aunts, and cousins. You got one? I got one, but what is you know it? what I'm saying? I, I, so I had I wasn't saying that the deer was Mexican for all the people, the, the, <laughs> the deer activists. I was saying it was a Mexican standoff because that's a term that motherfuckers ain't back it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't I, I don't want people to think that like we picking on Mexican deer or anything. You think they got deer in Mexico? They got deer everywhere. I, don't, I ain't never been everywhere. Yeah. I got a term, though. So yours was family. Mine's is echelon, and that's a level or rank in an organization, a profession, or a society, and that's like, cream of the crop so why was that the term well that's the term because we have an artist in here today and he's represented by upper echelon management so long time ago like when we first started we had kia who is uh actually like a a mentee of mine and she talked about like upper echelon management that's her company but she also talked about her artists with two of her artists she had put on the bench because she wanted to focus on her one artist which is actually her family member and her loved one which would be Kiwan. go ahead and introduce yourself young man what up though my name is Kiwan. that's you a hell of a yeah. <laughs> i'm laid back as hell man. that's all okay okay so yeah. uh how you doing today Kiwan? i'm straight have yeah. you ever had a mexican standoff with some deer no no hell no <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what would you do in that situation if, like, you were confronted by like a family of deer and you just trying to get home to your family? To your humans. I would have skipped to the last thing you did. Smoke. I ain't about to go. Yeah, shovel and shit. Yeah, no, I grabbed it. It was, it <laughs> well, was snowing outside. So you gotta keep so. a shovel in your car in case you gotta you dig somebody out. With the shovel. I would. I, I would have actually. It's deer hunting season, so well, it's <laughs> the end of deer hunting season. So, but so. You've been in the game for a minute. Let's talk about what would you see as your breakthrough moment at this point. At this point career. in your career, at this point, my breakthrough moment, mm-hmm. a cosign. You, you, you want a cosign, you want a cosign? or you got a cosign? I'm saying like I want one. Like, like I think that would. Oh, be okay, a okay, hold on. We we bought the cosign. You hey, 
Kiwan shit hot. Yeah, shit hot. That's a cosign. Yeah, like, like, like. Now, that might not have been the cosign that you were thinking you were looking for, but that could be the cosign that you needed. And because a lot of people listen to this, and actually, you only hear because we fuck with your shit. Like, that's real shit. uh, She sent the shit a minute ago, and we've been listening to it. Now, I ain't gonna lie, man. You did some shit. You you took them uh, you took them juvie beats, man. That's a that's that's a that's a tough (laughs) thing to do, man. That's a tough thing to do. So let's talk about the motivation behind you wanting to do that uh, the juvie tape. Uh, it was just like one. She she was pushing me to do something different, step out my box and shit. But it was like when I when I was doing it, I noticed when nobody else was doing it, you know. So I was like, all right. And then I I was thinking like, if I do it, I gotta really do this shit. You yeah, know? right, right. So I can't play it. But it's juvie, man. You can't play with that, you know. No, no, no. It's not only fresh. Juvie. Yeah. It's Manny Fresh. Manny Fresh. It's yeah. all the classics. You can't like, play with it's that. It's all the you classics. Really? So how was you when some of this shit was hitting, man? How was you when Four Hundred Degrees came out? Behind 98, probably like one and a half, two. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I said it was bad. You so you ain't even see the impact. So this is what happened, right? So Cash Money used to be this independent label, right? right. Powerhouse. And, powerhouse in uh, motherfucking New Orleans. And they, they had all these big records. Like they real, they biggest record before uh, the Hot Boys came was Drag Them in the River. That's Which a, was a mystical, mystical disc by, by UNLV. UNLV. Uptown niggas living violent, right? Okay. So that's the uh that's the actually the Juvie V uh set it off. Set it off. That that, that, that juvenile beat uh-huh. that, that's actually UNLV Dragon Drag in the River beat. You know what I'm saying? So boom, then they hit. So then they get this group, the Hot Boys. Now you probably heard all yeah, this yeah. shit, but you wasn't around for some of this no, shit. I you know what I'm saying? So four hundred degrees was actually cash money's break into the uh mainstream. mainstream. Right. So and it only sold 4,000 units the, the first, first week. week. The first week. And they were selling more than 4,000 units on their own with no distribution. Because re- remember, they got like a big distribution deal with Universal for right. $30 million, right? But 400 Degrees only sold 4,000 units. You do the math, that's $40,000. Right. We do this without a big deal. So what they did is they hit the road, and that actually went on to be one of their best-selling records. I think it's like... Maybe six times platinum. Nine. Well, this is pre Drake and all that because a right. nigga your age think cash money, young money is Drake. And no, 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 no. I'm it's hit, it's the <laughs> real that real gritty juvenile type shit. Mm-hmm. So like, how how did you feel? Like, what type of impact did the juvie tapes have on your career? Like when y'all dropped that because that was a big thing for her. She was like really excited about that project and then to actually be able to go and listen to it. So how did that do for your career? It gave me a different feel to the shit. You know, like. I got a different sound from it, you know? Yeah. Like right. when I, I sat and I played it, played it, and I played it, I played it, and I'm playing the original songs. I ain't playing my version. Right. I'm playing the original songs. And I'm getting that feeling that they would have had back then. That's what I'm thinking, you know? So you was so, on some heroin? Hell no. <laughs> That's the feeling they would have had. <laughs> they was on heroin? <laughs> Hey, look. Research look. cash money. Look, research all, cash all I'm money. saying is, I'm talking, I ain't talking about that feel. Hey, I, and I ain't saying Juvie was on no heroin. Okay? I was talking about the music. That was a joke, all right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So y'all both working on comedian shit. <laughs> yeah, we working on them niggas. He is. BG was battling with heroin addiction. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? That mm-hmm. shit, that's legit, like, known. You feel what all I'm right. saying? But them Juvie beats you use. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. I don't know if Juvie was using heroin. But that was a drug of choice in New Orleans, like, so. Right. Yeah, that was a drug of choice. But I really like I like I like both projects. It was um the Down the Ride project and the Juvie tapes. We'll get into Down the Ride uh, a little later because that's all original music, you know right. what I'm saying? But I just had to ask you what was the inspiration behind the Juvie tape. So why rap? Why would you choose to rap? Shit, what else? It's a lot, a lot of, of other shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That ain't for me though. What ain't you know, for you? All that other shit. This might be a tough one. This, this, no, this guy I'm might be hard though. to open I'm up. Saying, to. Though, it ain't it ain't a, it, it wasn't for me though, you feel me? Like 
all right, you can sit, you know, you, uh, what you want to do with your life. I ain't want to be no doctor. I ain't want to be no motherfucker. I wanted to be a basketball player at first, but I was already still doing music, but I wasn't really doing it for real, for real. I was just, we had the little speaker in front of the motherfucking mic, the, the headset mic. Yeah. We put that shit in front of there, and we would rap on that shit, but... uh. After that, I just really started taking it serious when I turned like 16 for real, because that yeah. was my first time in a real studio. Oh, when you were 16? Yeah. Do you remember what studio it was? Uh, the disc. Oh, oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. So that's a, that's a dog ass introduction to the game yeah. if the first time you've been to the studio was the yeah, disc. That's nice. Yeah, the disc. You know, Studio A is out in Dearborn. A lot of platinum records and Grammy nominated shit come out of Studio A. See, it's a lot going on in these areas, and people don't actually know. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They just think. Oh, nobody's ever here recording. When Nelly used to record at Studio A, uh, shit, they mixed. So I think they mastered some of uh, the Blueprint or some shit. Yeah, like, like that. it's a lot going on out here. So who took you to the disc? Oh, uh, at the time, my sister was out of town, so it was my other sister that took me. Like everybody went, everybody went on the first time. I went to the studio. So everybody rooting for you, everybody backing you. You feel like you got the family support? Yeah, nah. Now yeah. let's talk about growing up. Let's talk about family life. How was it growing up? Man, shit was hard. It was, it was hard, but it wasn't all bad, you know. Because that is a difference, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, people think, like, just because you grew up hard. It wasn't all bad, yeah. though, and then, like, some of your, like, most valuable lessons come from uh, hard, hard times. times. Yeah. Yeah. Or what, what you perceive to be hard times yeah. at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, uh, let's, so let's talk about growing up. Where you grow up at? Uh, here, Myers and Grand River. Myers and Grand River. And what's that neighborhood? Like, nobody ever came in here and said they was from Myers. Yeah. Like, yeah. no, no, yeah. not on some real shit. We normally get the same few streets, even east and west. So what was it like growing up on Myers? Man, that shit, it was crazy. It was crazy. But it was fun, though, because everybody yeah. was like, back then we can get 50, 60 deep on a bad day, you know? That's just a bad day. But 50 niggas? Yeah, 50 niggas. And girls. And girls. I, I mean, <laughs> niggas is... You know oh, what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You want me to be sexist? 50 niggas and bitches? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that shit, it was straight, though. We had, you, you did the usual shit you do in the neighborhood, you feel me? We had fights. Had uh, you know, water fights, all that shit, cap guns, all that. Now out of y'all 50, 60 niggas, who's still here, who's still around, who's still active, like in the hood? No, just in just, general. Just like in when general. you look back, like damn, we used to be sixty deep at one time. And y'all was kids, so y'all right. bike riding, y'all warring with other hoods, establishing dominance and whatever. So I'm I'm gonna tell you that I was the I was always the youngest, so it was like I would be that kid. These niggas is teenagers. <laughs> yeah, 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 they yeah, damn near yeah. grown, you know. But it was like that, though. You got to remember, a lot of them was our brothers. And who are you? I'm Kia. And you are from? Upper Echelon Management. Welcome back. Manager. Thank Welcome you. back. It's always but a you, pleasure. Thanks. We got to remember, that those are our big brothers. Like, we yeah. came, like, 20 years after our oldest brother and sister was already in the neighborhood. Yeah, that kid so every time. Nieces, nephews, type. It's a big family it's a big out family. of that 50, 60 niggas mm -hmm. and bitches. That you just <laughs> had to make sure I emphasize. <laughs> so everybody already knew we was the posies. Like, don't don't mess with them. It's ten of them in that house. Like, don't let them call the east side. So everybody already right. knew. Hey, you know what we would have did? You got to took it east right side. to the house. Yeah. <laughs> hey. No disrespect hey. to y'all, but right. they, I'm saying because it's people who think yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, they, they tried too. They tried. tried and got shut down. And yeah. that's cool. That's so, like, so the growing up. It was a strong family structure, just mixed in with regular. What we can? It's ten motherfuckers in the house. How many bathrooms? It was two. Two. I'm gonna need three. Three, three, three and a half. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but that's what I'm saying. It's shit like that that you would make it think like, oh, it's kind of hard. It's ten people, two bathrooms. Just little things that as an adult you look at now, like. But y'all wouldn't trade that for the world because we was 50, 60 deep having water fights. Yeah. 
So, um, how old are you, bro? 22. 22. 22. Yeah, 22. Yeah. Yeah, yeah my oldest daughter, 22. Nah, no, I'm joking. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, so, like, being 22, and you actually said something that, like, too many 22-year-olds think. You said nothing else was for me, right? Mm-hmm. You're 22. How do you know that? And I'm going to tell you why. Because when I was 22, or when a lot of people was 22, that's what they thought. But it's also some 22-year-olds right now who go change the scope of the world because they know something else is for them. Right. For example... You said you want to play basketball, and that's a that's a hefty dream in the in our realm, right? And they'd be like, people got high basketball IQs, right? If Kyrie Irving got a high basketball IQ, if he grew up in another country, he probably wouldn't even looked at basketball, right? Because entertainment is just slavery, bro. You're right. a slave to the public. You're a slave to, to your media. label. You're a slave to the media. And you just told me it was nothing else for me. How do you know? You're 22. What was you doing at 22? I mean, at 22, I probably was doing the same shit, but I always knew there was was something something else else for you. You feel what I'm saying? Okay, so example, a nigga rap. You say it's nothing else for you. But even in that realm of entertainment, Mm -hmm. it is something else for you because you could be executive. Like, So if you just rapped and was like, yeah, I rap, but I want to be executive. So never limit yourself because you saying out your own mouth is nothing else for me. Then that's all you go get is a rapper. You know what I'm saying? And it's actually much more for you at 22. You feel what I'm saying? But I just like hate that people think that. Like entertainment, not the like the end all be all for blacks. That's actually kind of like the the bottom of the of the totem pole. Right. And then there's other shit you can do to get to the top and you just use that as a stepping Superstar. stone. You feel what I'm saying? But so like now you rap, you got the family support and you do got your family support because way before I ever heard of you, I, before you ever met me, I knew you because she would talk about Everybody rap, but my little brother, Shit. he go. You feel what I'm saying? And like, this, she actually wrote about him in this, this book. Who you wrote about, right? Yeah. So she, like, you've been had your family support, maybe unbeknownst to you. But so now that you got the family support and rap, like, what are you planning on doing with this next project that you got right now, which is actually Down, uh, down the ride. ride? That's the latest project, right? Yeah. yeah. But when we say family support, he's talking about other siblings and um, cousins and stuff like that because it was just us. Me, him, and my niece, like, yeah, because she worked with the management company right. too, right? So it was just us. We putting our money in, begging people to come support, begging people to listen, like. And y'all so, so deep that like, if just our cousins and stuff that, come, that's it's a it. yeah, that's it's a function. Right. I got another auntie that got eleven kids. Come on, my grandma <laughs> got over one hundred fifty grandkids. We don't. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, what? <laughs> one hundred fifty. That's crazy. <laughs> I got second cousins that's my age. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, <laughs> right, we, right. We, that's what we really needed. And that this particular project catapulted that. But I, like you said, people want to see you working and see you investing in yourself before they do it. And that's what had to happen. Yeah, yeah. Okay, now with this Down the Ride project, I've, I've been bumping it strong since uh, probably for about four days, right? Because I want to listen to like the overall message, but I also like like you really be going on here, man. Like like, how did you come up with somebody like our year? That's one of my favorite ones, and that's actually a single too, right? Yeah, yeah. So like, explain the process of that. That was just like I was fed up, you know. Like shit, I'm I'm playing this. It's my year. It's our year. We gonna win, you know. Yeah. That's what that's what that was really about for me. And you can kind of get some of that if you actually listen to the record. But what 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 were you fed up about? Like when you. Shit. Being overlooked, overlooked. But yeah. what make you think you overlooked? Shit, cause it's like you you know you hear other people's music and shit, right? Now I don't know hating shit, and it's genuinely not good. 
Okay, music is subjective, right? Right. So you, it's it's not about once you press record and everything and you done with it, you have no say so. Right. It. It's about what the, the people puppet, like. Yeah, you right. feel what I'm saying? Yeah, right. So you're not saying that if you like such and such, you should like me. No, I'm not okay, saying okay, that. Okay, no. okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Because some artists think like, like we were artists a long time ago yeah, and right. like when we were artists, the thought of what another artist was doing was just not in our head. Like we, but the game is designed to say such and such whack. Everybody should love me because they love him or they love her. And or, I'm like, or because of what I may really do in the yeah, streets. Like, like no, that don't got nothing to do with your music. Dog, your music like ain't hitting. Yeah, <laughs> not, no, not you. Your music yeah, no. hitting, but you know what I'm saying. But yeah. you got to think of it like this: it's just on SoundCloud alone, right? right? It's literally a billion songs, man. Like True. a billion songs, and maybe you just weren't discovered. Not you were being overlooked. The right person having discovered you because it's a system. So like right now today, if Jay-Z listening to this and say, well, let me look up this he down he the ride. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. he, he listened to it and all he got to do is say, yo, Kiwan next. Everything changes. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? That's, because that's the influence that another, that adults let other adults have right. over them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it wasn't, but the song is dope, but by any means, that's a record that. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what drew you to that record? I don't know because he, I'm not sure if it's singing or rapping. Like, you got a different style. Like, like a nice melody. Like a nice yeah. melody. You actually call that easy listening trap. Yeah. yeah. So that's, 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 you, we, that's yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you coined that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. easy listening trap. I would agree with that. So let's, the process of. For, first, I want you to explain what easy, easy listening, listening trap is. It's smooth, right? It's smooth as hell. Yeah. But it's in your face at the same time. Right, because you're yeah. singing about murdering people. Yeah. But it yeah. sounds so smooth. you like, yo, the dog just say we yeah. gonna get the chopper? <laughs> like, yeah. So, hey, niggas listening, because we know niggas listen. We know niggas bite. Kiwan, easy listening trap. Matter of fact, that's the name of your next project, bro. So yeah. a nigga can't steal it from you. So, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like, real talk. Okay. But, so, uh, Chopper Gandhi. Yeah, that's my brother. Okay, two names that I would never think go together, <laughs> Chopper and Gandhi, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But, like, so y'all talk about how y'all arrive for each other. That's your blood brother? No, no. Okay. Because she, she said it's a thousand of y'all. No, so. my blood brother. That's my, yeah, you know how that is. Yeah. But that's your man. And it's a, it's a smooth record. So y'all, any videos in the work? Oh, yeah. We about to shoot. We're going to shoot for... Uh, I was gonna do some shit that ain't nobody did before. Then don't gonna, say it, yet. Yeah, yeah just keep it. it yeah, 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 keep it down, man. I don't wanna say it now. Yeah. We don't want nobody to take your uh, idea, because then you really could be mad about that. Yeah, yeah, you could stuff be like that. You could be mad about from you, but I don't think you was being overlooked, bro. It's just you haven't been discovered yet. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. Coming from niggas who did shit like it's a lot of little shit that go into becoming a. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you putting in your work, you building your brand. It's like you just haven't been discovered by the masses. But the truth is, you want a caught following, bro. You don't want you you, you want to blow up, blow up. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But you want to think like in ten years, if I do a concert that's based on down the ride, I need the same right. like a, a thousand people at your concert today. You would be overjoyed, and you still want that same thousand people to go to your concert in ten years if you could put this out because they've been fucking with you. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you just you building your fan base brick by brick, as I as people say. But keep that up because you got talent. You know what I'm saying? Like. Music is subjective. Talent, not subjective. Right. <laughs> right. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's what people get caught up in. Like, motherfuckers make good music who not talented all the time. You know and what and I'm then saying? a lot of people go, go that way. That. Yeah. You, you know, know what, what I'm saying? saying? Because so. I cannot sing and be like, yo, his voice is perfect for that. And peeing you a hit. But how would you feel if you feel like I feel like I'm a great writer? 
Right. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Like then you will, you won't even be excited, excited and ecstatic. You would be like, yeah, I got a number shit. one, but dog wrote that shit. Yeah. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? But I don't think it's wrong. I don't think nothing wrong with people helping people write music. No, no, no. Like, me neither. But yeah, like that's a big that. thing in in hip hop. Yeah, yeah, but that's also a big false narrative in hip hop mm-hmm. too, because a lot of people have been helping artists. people write for for since it's been a hip hop. Yeah. The first hip hop song, them niggas did not write that. No, and you know what I'm saying? Them niggas did not write that. You know what I'm saying? What well, the first hip hop song niggas was heard heard. So. Do you work with writers and stuff like no. if because you sing so yo yo style you that's what I'm saying like you wouldn't take a hook if somebody else wrote it. It depends. Like I'm not I'm not gonna say I wouldn't you know yeah because I'm open if it's good and I like it and I know I'm blank on that because the hardest thing for me is coming with the melody right yeah. you know so if I get a melody I can make the rest of the song easy yeah but that melody is the hardest thing but if somebody came with a hook that's just I'll take that I'm taking it too nigga I don't even rap right we get yeah. that Chopper yeah. Gani he did the hook on that uh, by any means he did that shit yeah. yeah yeah. so that's what I'm saying man people like just in general young rappers that's listening man don't fall into the narratives of nobody help nobody write nobody like my nigga I don't rap no more, but if I hear a young nigga with a tight voice and I got like, yo, just do this hook, bro. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? We'll work it out because I know that that hook will take you to the next level. Right. It's just about advancing, bro. It's just not. If your nigga a super lyrical nigga and a nigga writing this shit, that's a different story. Yeah. But you making music. Like, it's a bunch of rappers and it's a bunch of singers, but they can't make records. Music. Yeah. music yeah. You know what I'm saying? So just keep that in the back of your mind when you work. Like, when we was working with Kid, the producer. He just was making the songs better. We come with the ideal, and he'd be like, yo, go get uh, Greg Brown. He go go play on this. Call in such and such. That's how you get them records. That's right. how you would hear the shell of a song or the demo, mm-hmm. and then the next time you hear the record, it's like a, a bigger record. Because your job as an artist, bro, always remember. So you take a thought, right? You take a thought. You turn a, a thought into a song. You turn a song into a record. You turn a record into a good record. Then you turn a good record into a hit record. Right. And that whole process... A lot of people are involved because you could have a hit record, but it ain't mixed, mixed right. right or master, or master right. right. Like so, the person if you get nominated for a Grammy, the person who makes it master that get one they too. get one too. Yeah. If you get nominated for a Grammy, the person who did the beat they get one too. So you got to think about when you're going to make records. I won't hit records. Fuck what a nigga say. Yeah. You could struggle in the hood keeping it a thousand all you want, my nigga. No hit records. You a mad rapper. Mm-hmm. Me, I'm seeing the world. Off of being 22, thinking this is the only thing that I have to do. So if it's the only thing you have to do, you got to treat it. You got to treat it like that, step by step. You know what I'm saying? Step by step. So who was your musical inspiration? I got a few. I got a few. Like back back in the day, like Bone Thugs. Yeah. Yeah. Like we we was listening that heavy. My sister, my oldest sister, had us on that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I I know I don't know if y'all heard the Ray J uh his last album that he ever like the one that really. Radiation. Blew up radiation. Yeah, that no. was my shit. You ain't never heard that. Listen no. to it. Uh, I will because I just I like Ray J. I don't know yeah. none of his music. Yeah. I know sexy can best. I? Yeah. 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 Radiation. I check radiation. it out. No, no Bone definitely. And then like Bone, like they brought something to the game yeah. and to the music that wasn't there before, mm-hmm. right? So like that's when I look at artists, that's what I'm looking for. What can you bring that wasn't here before? Yeah. Everybody we love generally brung something. something so when different. NWA, it was niggas rapping, but it wasn't niggas rapping about this. Then when it came with Snoop, it was niggas rapping, but it wasn't niggas rapping with the melodies. Mm-hmm. Then Bone Thugs, uh, who else brung something like unforgettable to the game? Who would you say? Mac Dre. Yeah, yeah I'm going to yeah, say, I feel yeah. like Nelly brings yeah, something, Nelly, too. Nelly, Nelly was like, 
the beginning of this sing songy shit that got Drake popping for yeah. real. Yeah. That was the I would give that to Nelly yeah. because uh, which one call it? Uh, what well, they wasn't even pushing that song first. That down down baby. Yeah, that, that, they was that, pushing. What the fuck was they, they was pushing, pushing? something because he was in a murder dog talking yeah. about it, and they was pushing something else. But that 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 uh, even with the shit he was saying in that song, you know what I'm saying? I'm going down down baby, yo street and the rain. They he was he was talking about we about to drive past and shoot you up because yeah. they had the guns in the car. With him, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, so if you listen to what he's saying, he's just saying it in a different way. So who else was some influences? Let me see. <laughs> Let me see. Uh... Big Sean, yeah, yeah, Big yeah. Sean, like, yeah, Big Sean, like any any younger rapper, like I can see Big Sean being influenced. And then he was kind of tangible to people in the city because he came from, you know, you like, yo, he's from Seven Mile, but I know he done rode on Myers a few times. Like yeah, you, you yeah. start putting stuff like that in your head when mm-hmm. you can see the person. And so, who you listening to right now? Right now, I'm listening to a lot of different people, like. I'm listening to shit outside the rap genre. Yeah, no, just in general. Like, oh. bro, I'm not all rap, my nigga. I ain't, I'm a t- somebody got a dog ass song that niggas probably won't listen to, but I heard somebody Charles Manson, man. Charles yeah. Manson got a record, bro. That if niggas heard it, they would. Yeah, y'all, y'all ever heard uh, Tracy Chapman's song "Fast Car"? Ever uh, heard that shit? Nah, it's it's some different shit. But I just listen to a whole bunch of different shit though. Well, creatively, that's how yeah. you stay on your toes. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Uh, Lana Del Rey. I listen to a lot of females too. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. Uh, Shit, Drake. Yeah. Motherfucking. I don't really listen to the Migos, but they got, like, Offset got that one song. I like that Ric Flair drip. I like yeah, that yeah. Shit. But to me, that sound like a Detroit song. It do. That sound like it a Detroit do. song. You know what I'm saying? Like, period. Yeah. That's all it is. That That's some Detroit flavor. But I'm not from the D, so I ain't got a bone to pick with the nigga. But yeah. you know what I'm saying? Say something. You want to say <laughs> something? <laughs> you look like you want to say something. So, so what would be your dream collaboration, living or dead? Living or dead. Producer and artist. Producer and artist. All right. You can give me living or dead, living or dead. Live, okay, living and dead. Living and dead. All right. My dream collabo, I say I say it's between Sean and Drake, Big Sean and Drake. I'll take one. And who would you want to produce that record? Ooh. 40 or... um. I, t- I like Sony Digital style. Yeah, Sony Digital. Yeah. Yeah. So, what would that song be about? Because it's your record. You just reaching out to them. And don't let Drake go first and do the hook because that's <laughs> no. when the DJ has stopped playing. No, I ain't. No. <laughs> but uh, that just means I got to go harder than him. That's all yeah, that means. Yeah. You know. But uh, I, I guess the song would be. I don't know. I'd rather talk about what the song would be about with Sean. Yeah. So it'd probably be about like some you know hood shit, but not no hood hood shit. You feel me? Like, just everyday life in the city, shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. So you got a vision board? No. Put that, grab your vision board and put it up there. It worked, bro. Like, just write it on a piece of paper. That it don't, like, or yeah, just write it on a piece of paper and put it on your wall. And and every day you wake up, look at it and say, I'm going to do a song with Big Sean about this. And by the end of the year, that type of shit could happen, bro. Like, we put shit in the air all the time, good and bad, and that should be happening. Man, you know? Yeah, that <laughs> yeah, yeah, that yeah. should be happening. I ain't on no super like spiritual shit, but fuck it. Like that shit. in the universe do come. The power of life and death is in your tongue. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know about that. life or death, but I know about prosperity. I say life yeah, or prosperity. Death, I mean, yeah. Like the, the yeah, what what no though? Cause niggas who feel like uh 
I knew that shit was gonna happen. Well, you should have knew something better was gonna happen. Yeah, but I also feel like the day you die has already been prescribed. Yeah, my nigga. Like, so I could wait. If I'm supposed to die in 2040, I could wake up every day and I'm gonna die today, and it never happened until 2040. 2040, So you was right. You a motherfucking psychic and a comedian. (laughs) Double, double. Yeah, yeah. I should do psychic comedy. Yeah, yeah. Oh shit! And then like pay people, like pay people to act like this shit is real. Yeah. Yeah, what do you mean? Like, Miss Cleo, you think... She got arrested. We don't know that. We don't know That's that. That's a rumor until yeah. we... <laughs> she well, got, what, she got Ms. money and went back to Jamaica. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? She probably was from fucking I'm going to look into that, yeah. man. I'm going to yeah. look into that. Yeah. Yo, not to be off subject, man, but uh, never mind, because people been talking about that. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yo, yeah. It's some documentaries niggas need to see, man. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? But anybody watch... Y'all, did y'all watch Killer Mike shit? Not yet. Yo, watch it. Watch it. You you watch it too, my nigga. Like, uh, so let's just get to know you, man. Tell us about you, bro. This your first interview? No, like third, second. Third. You act a little nervous and shit. You act a little. You you ain't comfortable, man. Your sister ain't tell you we good people, my nigga. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, you know, we ain't East Side. We ain't time. (laughs) (laughs) She told you we for the East Side because we used to hang out on the East. We love the East Side. Love though. the East Side. Definitely a second. You yeah. know what I'm saying? The East Side was like a second home yeah. for a long for time. For a long time. For a very, know, very long time. Very long time. You feel me? All our other cousins from the East Side. Yeah, I mean, shit. All so, look, man. So, like, did you finish school and shit like yeah. that? Yeah, I finished high school. Well, uh, what high school you went to? I started at Cass. Yeah. Tell See, them that now whole that, story. that that comes. Listen, everybody who coming here with the Cass, <laughs> like, literally, yeah. everybody. Different who, age ranges. Different age ranges, you know what I'm saying? A lot of creators come out of te- Cass. Hey, Renaissance, hey, where y'all at? Anybody who went to Renaissance High School. Or, or King. Or what King. we just had. Well, King closed, though, didn't it? No. no, no. Oh. They, they rebuilt it. Oh. Somebody, other than some people who came out of Cass Tech, come tell us y'all story. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. But we want to know. We want to know the other school <laughs> producer. <laughs> producer <laughs> weddings. So, so what happened? You started at Cass, and what happened? I got kicked out. For what? We got kicked out of school, a uh, district, Jeez. actually. Man, I was motherfucking, I was skipping. I was, uh, sell, I, ain't get caught, I ain't get caught selling drugs in there or nothing like that, but I was just skipping one, doing my work and shit like that. Yeah. That's what I got kicked out for. He was really trying to teach our mama a lesson. <laughs> I'm going to fuck up in school. As a, that's the lesson you teach your He mama. was a kid, though. He wanted no, to go to Renaissance. Oh, so oh, you, you, didn't wanted, even, you didn't even yeah. want to go to no, CAS. So how you end up at CAS then? Because she went. Yeah. <laughs> right, what's the age range? I'm 27. Yeah, like, okay. But okay. my little sister went too, so it was me. It's like Cass, Cass, Cass. And how far is Cass from where y'all live? As a, so how close is Renaissance to where y'all live? Closer. Way closer. Way closer. And, and you could. Rennie was on what, like six and with uh, like six mile, like Strathmore, some shit like that. Uh, outer Drive. Yeah, like, the Outer Drive. By Sinai Grace. Drive. It's yeah. not far from there. We stayed on Myers and Grand River, but by that time, we were on Mark Twain in Schoolcraft, which is still right there. Grand River and um, Hubble area. Yeah. We were still closer to Renaissance. Yeah. So, know. boom, when you get kicked out, did you end up going to Renaissance? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> so, that didn't, that no. lesson learned. That didn't yeah, work. No, yeah. it didn't work. It didn't work. No, when I got kicked out, I just, I ain't go to school for a year. Yeah. Damn. Okay. So, so, during that year, you know what I'm saying? Like, because there's a, I've been reading this book and I get a book some pub uh, a little later, but I've been reading this book. So, you a 15 year old black male thinking you've grown, essentially. Basically. And and so, what was that year of life like when you're not going to school? Man, I was in all type of shit. So, you could see this actually ruining your life? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, what, what, what did you, when did you decide, like, yo, fuck that? I need to get my shit back popping. Man, when I had to watch my back 24 7. Yeah, you know I don't like that. I don't like having to watch. Like you gotta do that generally, 
Right. But when you saying. really got to do it with somebody after your ass, you feel me? That's different. I ain't like that. I ain't like that feeling. And can't go like, to the store. Can't go to the gas station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't. You gotta go can't even go home, yeah, nigga. Yeah, you feel yeah, what I'm saying? Because yeah. I was a 16 year old black man carrying a gun. I was yeah. ready to use it. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Be. Right. And the crazy part is, like, when you you said you gotta be, you actually don't because you putting yourself in these situations. True. True. You know, because. It's a 16-year-old kid at Renaissance that you could have been friends with who don't know nothing about this. That and lifestyle. I, you know, so next time you see some kids, just holler at them. Hey, what y'all going it was, through? It was a lot of shit pushing me in that direction. <laughs> I'm going to just tell you, there was a lot of shit. Like, like we ain't had, we ain't had, like, you go to cash, you know, everybody got some shit. Yeah. We right. got shit. You feel right. me? So I go in that bitch. I'm selling drugs every day. I'm trying to, I'm skipping, I'm skipping all my classes. I'm at everybody lunch hour. Yeah. Walking through the lunch hour selling. So that's what I was doing to get my money. So that's what kind of, after I got out of school, that's all I was really doing. And, right. You know, fighting and shit like that. But, I mean, shit, these days a fight can come with a murder slowly yeah, after. Yeah. Especially yeah. if you will. See, I'm scared for these young niggas, man. Like, like these young niggas. First of all, I'm scared of young niggas. And I'm scared <laughs> for young niggas. And the reason I'm letting it be known that I'm scared of young niggas because if I ever have to harm a young nigga, I already said I was scared, bro. Yeah. Like, I'm because these young niggas, man, wow. like they value a life, man. And and what I mean by value a life is like if you grow up in a neighborhood and y'all was 50, 60 deep, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. A lot of them people might be in jail. A lot of them people might have died like the the 50 and 60 deep when you start looking back and looking at pictures you're like oh damn i remember him i remember him so that the mentality of kill or be killed is in your mind if we 14 15 years old carrying guns and my 15 year old friend just got killed yeah, so yeah. now you you wish by, by another adult, 15 by another 15 year old right. so now it's like this is an adult situation like this and then adults we so like now that i'm older i can say to a 15 year old you don't need to be involved in that but i know you got to be involved in that because I want to go to school and be fresh too. Yeah, I, it, it, it's not my fault that mama working hard. Yeah, I ain't yeah. blaming this on mama. I'm 16. I should be out here working harder because mm-hmm. we from the D. We from it's drug kingpin 17 years old, but a nigga don't make it to 22. You know what I'm saying? Like when we used to be back in the day, we used to be like, damn, them city niggas be balling, but them niggas don't live long. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it mm-hmm. don't, and it'd be like the whole neighborhood, like rest in peace, such and such. And you look at the dates, you're like, yo, dog, that nigga was 17. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And so you escaped that. What made you say, fuck that? I'm going back to school and I'm about to get this shit right and shit. I ain't playing with this shit no more. I no, nah, I had hurt my leg when I was uh hooping one day on the block. I I hurt my leg and shit tore my cartilage. So after that I can't I can't really run almost. So I'm not running from no nigga. You feel me? <laughs> right, I can't right. I can't do it. Like, and there's been plenty of times like right before that, I'm we running across Grand River from Plymouth, you feel me? Getting blue at <laughs> we getting shot at and all that shit. But it's just like I can't do that, you know. I can't. I can't afford to get caught slipping. Right. So the only way to not get caught slipping is, is to get out that shit. Get out that shit. So what high school you end up going back to? Covenant House. Yeah. It was an alternative school. Yeah. yeah. So did you graduate on time after all of that, like, or a year late? A yeah. Not nah, because you got to make this clear too, because <laughs> just from the listener, like that shit sound fucked up, right? But you also did have like good examples in your house because your sister went to Howard. Yeah, she went. You to feel Howard, what I'm saying? Yeah. And you graduated from Howard, actually. Yeah. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? Is that was that the second HU or that's the what? That's the first. One. Okay, okay. No. <laughs> I don't. Give, I don't care. But <laughs> nigga, I'm <laughs> University <laughs> of Phoenix out, motherfucker. <laughs> Harry <laughs> Ford <laughs> Community <laughs> College. All of that. All that shit. You feel what I'm saying? Eastern Michigan too, you feel me? But you know, so like, how was you viewing those good examples? Because I just know she was coming home on weekends and stuff like that. And I just know like you want your little brother to get it together. So I know she was like talking you to death, stuff like that. Like at this point, was it just going in one ear and not the other? Because you just want to be Kiwan, or was was this stuff like playing a part in it? Like I can 
not let the streets take me over because I do have good examples. Yeah, it played a part though. I will say it played a part. Yeah, because did y'all what what school y'all other little sister go to? Was she in the navy? Or She's what? in the navy. Yeah, I mean, because it's stuff like that. Like okay, some okay, people boom. never so get let out. Let me say this: some people never get out. But how many positive examples of male role models did you have? Because at some point, like you're your sister's protector. Right. Like you get to a certain age and you like, I don't give a fuck if my like I got three older sisters. You know what I'm saying? Right, but right. My sister talk about us to, like, her boyfriends and niggas she talk about. My sister kind of taller, thicker, you know what I'm saying? These mm-hmm. niggas think we giants. And then we come <laughs> right. through the door and it's like, these the niggas you're talking about? <laughs> and she like, for sure these the niggas I'm talking about. So, like, at one point you seeing these good examples of positive women. But, like, how many positive male influences did you have in your life where, that you consider positive? Because... As a black male teenager, and you looking up to uh, looking at other black men, you could be saying, "Yo, I don't want this life. This nigga go to work twelve hours a day. This nigga, True. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Which yeah. is actually a positive example. Yeah, but you looking at it like, I ain't fucking with that. Yeah, it all depends on what you say is positive, like in yourself. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, but one, one. Yeah, what was that? Your older brother? Older brother. Yeah, he yeah. had a, he got a job and shit. Yeah, that's you know that's all I had. That, that's that's, all, that's what you had to hang on to. to. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so you didn't feel like at the time that's something that you would want to do. Right, right. And ain't, ain't nothing wrong with that, bro. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? Because like I'll be wanting to go to work. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> what, what, whatever. Like, see me. I'm the type of person that my my happiness is not based on a dollar amount or yeah. any of that. It's my time. I value my time so yeah. much that. I don't want anyone, anyone to in be control of my time. Yeah, yeah. So your job is essentially in control of your time right. if you if you depending on that job to eat. Mm-hmm. But I'm the type of nigga that I just go home, man. Like I you ain't about to talk to me crazy. Yeah. I got it set up to where I can leave whenever I want to eat. They don't like me at work because I tell like a supervisor, my nigga, I ain't asking for no favors because I don't need none. Right. And that's that's that go deep when motherfuckers need favors at work. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I don't need you to clock me in or none of that. I ain't never late because right. if I ain't here, I ain't coming. Right. And, and and I'm going to leave when I want to and it ain't no way because I'm in control of my pockets. Right. So yeah, in my time. In my mm-hmm. time. So I can look at the clock and be like, I'm only staying for four hours today, nigga, because whatever I got to do, that four hours go do. And I'm going to go, I take off and go read a book, my nigga. I sit right. home for them hours and miss that money because people, once you get a good paying job, and I got a decent paying job, you know what I'm saying? But you sit back and you be like, I'm a creative. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, we don't rap no more, but we hella creative. So a lot of my creativity come from not wanting to be at work while I'm at, at work. At work, yeah. Like, yeah. so I that, use That's work. when our ideas yeah. dawn on a nigga. Yeah. You feel the, what I'm the, saying? The crazy thing is, though, the only, only reason why I finished my EP on time is because I got fired and shit, you feel me? Yeah. Laid off. Oh, yeah, you did get fired. I got fired. <laughs> you know, but... That shit, that gave me the time to really sit. Because I bought my own studio equipment and shit. Yeah, yeah. So that gave me the time to really sit and do my own shit. Right. You feel me? Like, that's that's the only reason why I really finished. Like, what what kind of books you read, young man? Books, man. I don't yeah. read no books. Okay, so <laughs> okay, well, do you books. listen to audio books? No. You okay. got to get some type of enrichment in you because, like... Books and shit change your life. Cause okay, for example, if you whatever type of book you read, I kind of stay away from hood literature because I live that life. You feel what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But when you got your eyes on a prize, so if you want to be like a top notch rapper, you should be reading niggas who you consider top notch rappers right, if right. they got biographies. Cause then you see like, oh, this ain't shit. Like okay, or or like executives because you don't even to me you got executive written all over you. You just a young nigga and don't know that that's what's coming next. Like you right. know what I'm saying, but. You bought the equipment because you knew that you would need the equipment to finish your product, right? Yeah, yeah. So now that you have the equipment, it's niggas under you that rap. And you say, hey, man, 
y'all could come use this equipment. We could work something out or you could pay or we could work something out where I get ownership in this music because you never know what the people go like. Right. Them executive decisions. Them not rapper's decisions. Right. A rapper decision is, I ain't got the equipment. I'm going to look for a studio. Fuck it. I'm never going to finish my EP. Right. So you got to look at all these little things. So, you know, you should read books about like L.A. Reid, one of the best executives ever. He started out as an artist, bro. You know what I'm saying? You should read books. Kevin Lyles. Kevin Lyles. Jay Prince. These are people who you got to read these things and, and see that it's possible. Because how do you know even making it in rap is possible? Shit. That's a good question. That's a good question, though. How I know it's possible? Shit. I've seen it. You know, I said, if they can do it, why can't I do it? That's what I do. And it's already in the universe, so it's going to happen. It's, <laughs> right. But you only know it's possible because somebody else did it, right? right. So... People say you can learn from their mistakes or whatever, but their mistakes is their mistakes. You know right. what I'm saying? But yeah. the more things you know are possible, you know what I'm saying? So, like, right now, uh, I bought us two books. Like, I ordered a book that we both wanted, then I ordered a book that I wanted, but I knew once I told him about it, he would want it, so I got him his own. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I give you a list of books to read, bro. Definitely. I, and it, I give you books to read that ain't got nothing to do with people and music. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because you just apply these things that you learn in other areas to that. Like, everybody loved Nipsey Hussle for the $100 yeah, mixtape, right? Yeah, yeah. He read a book he read about a that. book about somebody selling a $100 cheesesteak wow. and just Apply implemented that, that, that to, 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 to the, the music. You know what right. I'm saying? So, like, when I read, I don't let people use my books because I'm a highlighter. Mm -hmm. And right. I read all the books that I got over and over and over and over again because different times of life, different things, you know what I'm saying? But a book that you should read and I recommend is the Autobiography of Malcolm X, bro. Like, it's going to change your life, whatever you at in life. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? You ain't got to be down and read it. But right. a lot of brothers read that book in, in prison. prison. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you should read it outside of prison because the social injustice issues that's going on in that book actually still, still happen. happening now. But the person he was dealing with those social injustice issues change over time in the book you know right. what i'm saying so that's just but you can apply some of the things that he used in that book to just you being an artist then you being an executive and then you get into books about executives because it's books that everybody read you always hear people say they read the 48 laws of power right, right. yeah but people read it for the wrong reasons we read the 48 laws of power as a defense to when you try to use the 48 laws of power you know what I'm saying? Other people reading the 48 Laws of Power, since you didn't, I can manipulate you with this. You right. know what I'm saying? Which will ultimately get you your head knocked off using them laws in urban communities. Like, right. that's what niggas don't understand. Like, <laughs> yeah. those are great things. Some of those things are great to know. But that'll get you murdered playing with the wrong nigga trying to use that shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. But that's something. You ain't got to read them all. Just read a couple of them. And then you'll be like... Just Your really? kid been trying to play me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, bring that paperwork in here again. Yeah, let me see that again. I've been, you know, telling him you got to read more like that. I even let make want him to read the artist management books that I read. Like yeah, and you you got to do that though because it's not like this this your manager, but at one point you might be like you can't really do what I'm looking for. And that's no knock to her. But when you move on, how do you know that these people not jerking you? Right. right. So she you might turn into your regular manager or your business or manager. Or your business manager. Then she might turn into your tour manager. Then she. So you need to know what's you need to know where the money all of these going, people. Where the money going. You know right. what I'm saying? Because like you, so basically a hit record feed 100 families. 100. 100. Real talk. But it feed all of the families because you pay your manager, you pay your staff, and this is all trickle-down money. But right. you don't want to be paying somebody 40% when you really only should be paying them 15 you know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. And then you're going to look back and be like, well, they got me. 
You, you got yourself. You got yourself. In a K-Camp situation. Yeah, I just read up on that K-Camp shit. Uh, yeah. yeah, let me know. Well, he was just locked in. To, that's yeah. why he ain't dropped no music. He wasn't able to drop no music. Stuck he in that contract. Stuck in a contract. And you don't want to do that. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Because you ain't signing the wrong I, deal. I, I, yeah, you right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You go sign something. You go sign because... look like. Yeah, yeah, the numbers. But you got to you gotta know... If the numbers really look like this, because yeah. we're not saying you, because you is sister, but that one time that you took the motherfucking big piece of chicken from her, she <laughs> might want to get you back because of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she need a couple points because she yeah. think about where you got the bigger piece of chicken. But you want to be able to sit in the room and not say nothing and let her talk. But you, y'all know that okay, y'all ain't even y'all could just look at each other like uh-huh. okay, that's some bullshit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because you know as well. Because if you wasn't a rapper, you don't know a doctor who didn't read up on being a doctor. You right. don't know what Dennis, you don't know any professional That's true. who is a professional at what they do. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Without some type of knowledge and just being a young black man out here, bro, get some knowledge, bro. You might start reading and discover rap ain't big enough for me. I could write. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because you're, yeah. a, you're a writer. You might be like, my shit need to be in books and maybe I could drop a book like this. Like, it's just a whole nother world, bro. You know what I'm saying? Or audio books. But anyway, get you some knowledge, man, yeah. of the field you're trying to be in because it's, it's a dirty game, man. Uh, yeah. It's a dirty game, man. And nigga, this is a filthy game. Yeah, this, this is, is dirty. Yeah, this it's is filthy. filthy. This you is feel filthy. what I'm saying? And, and it's smoke and mirrors and it's glitz and glamour and none of this shit is true. And then right. you will find out all the this time. Way. You will find out all this time, like, wait a minute. Like, nigga, I only make $30,000 a, a year. year. And then, listen, then you looking at the nigga, who you, the brother that you was looking up to, who got a job and all of that, mm-hmm. and you like, he making 100000 a year just from going to work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, you just don't want to... It's it's show business, man. And right. it's Hollywood. You all got, always got to remember. Holly weird. Holly weird, yeah. Mm-hmm. You always got to remember. They make blockbuster movies in Hollywood, so right. they can make anything look good. Nigga. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? They make they, everything. They go. So the game is just because you're young, and the game way different from what it is. Like you could get a hit record streaming right now, and who's counting them strings? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like get, start looking into the back end of this shit because if they giving you, how much is they giving niggas? Not a lot. But. They not giving you a lot, but you got to remember it's a hundred pennies and a dollar. If they giving you half a half a penny, where's the rest of these pennies and this dollar going? I mean, I ain't even go front. Like, I, we released an album last year for my partner and shit who in jail and shit. And we like, yo, we can just give you this money. You know, it ain't shit. Bro, I just got a check for $7. It ain't even going to be a check because it, it get it got to be a certain threshold to get cut. But I was looking at the numbers and shit, and I'm like, dog, this nigga got, like, thousands of plays right. like what the fuck is this right. like what how do you justify this it's no justification like what the fuck is this it actually turned me off i don't give a damn who on the streaming service y'all mm-hmm. are jerking niggas yeah. you feel what i'm saying like jerking niggas like i'm like thinking like why would anybody put their music on the streaming service because you the, feel the, what i'm saying the, the illusion of yeah. everybody can get it yeah but guess what this shit ain't for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> you feel what I'm this saying? Like, I, I look at that shit like... You know what I'm saying? So, I'm what's your like, next project? Easy Listening Trap. Is that what we call it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Easy Listening Trap. Bro, press you up some physicals, right? Mm-hmm. And, and and hit your neighborhood. Because everybody rap. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But everybody ain't pressing up their physicals the right way. Get these bitches barcoded. Get these bitches because that shit coming back because you in control of that now. Right. See, everything that the industry can't control, they try to phase out but make look good. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, you got to think about somebody like James Brown, bro. He make the records. He got the radio. He pressed the shit all up himself. I'm literally in control of everything I can do. And you know what happened with that? 
J. Edgar Hoover said he's a is a, is a threat to America because he can make the records, play press them on it. radio, mm-hmm. press them, same shit the Jewish hunky's doing. You know what I'm saying? But if you do it, that means you know how much this is worth. That means you know that, yo, come over here, Parliament, because y'all getting raped. You know what I'm saying? And this is how I know because this is what I'm doing and this is what they saying y'all doing. And I'm looking, you know what I'm saying? And they don't want that, bro. Right. So. And if you got downloads and shit, sell that shit on your own website. Bro. Sell that shit on your own. I don't like streaming. Like, I'm done with it, bro. I just don't like it. Like, like they raping niggas, and you can say, oh, such and such pay the most, but my nigga, such and such ain't paying me shit. Like, yeah, the most is shit, still. Uh, not even <laughs> a whole <laughs> penny. Yeah, yeah. No, not even a whole penny. Mm-hmm. Point zero zero zero. Four seven nine. What the fuck is that? Pull that out your pocket, my nigga. I pay ten dollars a month for two different streaming services. Is that how you breaking it down? You feel what I'm saying? Because it's millions of Apple Music come on the phone. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? So if it came on the phone and motherfuckers getting free subscriptions and shit, what the artist getting? I would advise no artist put no music on no streaming service because right. it only work if the music it don't on there. work. That's, That's what I'm saying. saying. It, it only work it if the music on there. Benefit. If we you, pro artists. If right. you if you get five thousand motherfuckers that you go push to the streaming service. Why, bro? Push them same five thousand to your shit, right. and or sell you can it sell it for fifty cent. Right. So you, you can sell, sell it for a penny and get more for fifty cent, right? But then a nigga want to buy your headband, a nigga want to buy, and it's all a one stop shop. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the streaming services, black owned or or not. You know what I'm saying? They just is killing the artists because mm-hmm. and it be so much shit on there that you really can't get the benefit of it like you think. Like you know what I'm it's saying? It's so many. I was just I just um, signed up for like um, something metrics. Uh, I forgot what it was called, but it show you all like the different playlists. It's just right playlists that's created by mm-hmm. the owners of mm-hmm. so. Uh, rap radar rap got a play. Yeah, they, they all got these playlists, but who okay jaw to say what's hot, okay. man? Like yeah. people being influenced by people who a nigga sitting in a in a, a broke down Chevy in the ne- back of the neighborhood who telling you everything that's fresh, but don't got none of this fresh shit. Right. right. <laughs> you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, like these niggas are saying, go listen to this, but how do you relate to this? And I relate to this, but then I see you and we don't relate to each other. But it's, it's really um, the, ironic. The that beat, nigga. <laughs> what the fuck you mean? The beat. That y'all said, um, like, push it, just drop it on your website. Because um, I, don't, I, I don't think I want to, like, well, I don't, after this conversation, you know, drop anything else on a streaming service. I'm anti, bro. I'm we, anti. We like, I've seen that. I, and I done went through different companies, like the three major different companies you can go to to see if it's a difference. And, like, you know, it only be little differences. Like, this one company is just really detailed with, the numbers and they send you because they like trying to make it under make you understand like it's motherfuckers who getting uh, millions of dollars off the streaming services but, they but you should be more. getting tens of millions right. yeah. if you if you got music and it made enough noise okay, to the, get a million Migos, dollars bro, they would stream 2.8 billion times imagine if they had that on, on their website, website. imagine you know if they just got a dollar for every song mm-hmm. right. every yeah. stream a dollar because it's, it's obviously worth something mm-hmm. because you paying me when it happens so it's definitely worth something but what is it worth but 2 point something billion so essentially the Migos have just sent five generation of Jewish kids to college mm-hmm. yeah. that's what that means yeah. that means that we just empowered five generations of more races who hate black people you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. that's what them streaming like that in a sense, that's just the truth. Not saying- and that's why we saying entertainment with slavery, right? So I was high last night, and I'm watching basketball and shit. And then it like really dawned on me what we watching, right? We watching a bunch of Africans run up and down a court, 
put a ball in a hoop, but they have an owner who's sitting front row. Because I'm like, why are all these old white people in the front row? Mm. You feel what I'm saying? And it's just like if I had pit bulls that I was fighting, I would say to my nigga, I got the best pit bull, nigga. How you know? I can prove it to you. We got a house that we fight at, and you can come to my house. Stand right next to me while our dogs fight, and I can prove to you that my dog the best. But if my dog lose, I want another opportunity further down the line, the schedule, to prove mm-hmm. to you that we the best again. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing with football. And it's the same thing with baseball. And it's like and we it, really being entertained to not understand what's going on. Because when you just look some at of these, it, oh, some I'm of these basketball it. team owners and football team owners are, are using money directly from slavery. Yeah, <laughs> like, like straight up, like we own slaves. Now we own basketball because when they talk about it, a nigga LeBron James, he he doing his thing, but he still got to say to uh, about Jerry Bussin though, my owner. Yeah, but all you niggas is in the league. All you million dollar niggas, it's way more million dollar niggas in the league who could put them millions together and, and start their own league. Cube. Like, cause Cube know the, how to start a league. Mm. Cube know that. People will, you know what I'm saying? He know the, the back end of it. You know what I'm saying? But people, they try to block Cube out. Like, perfect example, man. They shut the nigga, uh, the ball nigga out. What's the nigga daddy? LeVar yeah. Ball. Yeah. They shut him out. He told them hoes, fuck that. Y'all ain't got to go to college. We'll go overseas and play. We'll play in our own league. Now the NBA G League is offering high school players who come money. But they didn't come to get LeVar Ball like, all right, fuck it, man. You was right. You know what I'm saying? They did it the NBA way because niggas love name recognition. Mm-hmm. So, like, a, a, a hooper nigga don't want to play ball. That nigga want to be in the NBA. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. A football nigga don't want to play ball. He want to be in the NFL. But these leagues is only powerful because of us, my nigga. Mm-hmm. Like, niggas jumping on niggas for not performing at the Super Bowl or performing at the Super Bowl. I got that's what I was just about to say. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was about to say. Y'all still playing and niggas still watching. So mm-hmm. why I can't go get my money? But yeah. more importantly, what about the niggas in the league? Like, Luke Luke put niggas in the league. His 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 little league football yeah. uh, camp, I mean, mm-hmm. team. Raise niggas all the way up and take them to the league. Luke' wife is the only black female agent, and she got the highest well, paid no, running Well, no, because Miko is she an agent? She now? Brent agent, so they probably the only yeah, two. Yeah, so they probably the only two agents, right? But Luke' wife got the highest paid running back in the league. She negotiated his contract. I gotta support that too. Mm-hmm. I gotta support that just as much. If I feel like people like Colin Kaepernick, you should support him and stand with him. But what about these people? Yeah. They work just as hard to get here. My yeah. my my uh, uh, a friend of ours got a son who on his way to the league. His dad not supposed to support that, right? Because it, you know what I'm saying. You gotta yeah. support every and plus niggas still playing. So yeah. that's, that's the main <laughs> yeah. fact. Right? No, that's the main fact. It's because niggas it, playing, it, but it's because they association like they afraid, bro. Listen, they afraid to lose the, what they think is a lot. Right. You feel what I'm saying, nigga? I come from the middle of the ghetto, nigga. I I got I've seen niggas with money, like hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars to a nigga with nothing is a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. But, but my nigga. The owner, every time you play, the owner make millions. Yeah, yeah. That $100,000 is pennies in the bucket. My nigga, no. They make millions off the concessions. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> every like, time like, that's you just, play. Like, people still go see the Lions every day. I mean, every yeah, Sunday so or whatever. And they suck. And they ain't been yeah. good in forever. People still go be there. But them nachos go sell. Mm-hmm. Them, all of this that we have nothing to do with. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I'm like, yo. That $6 hot dog go sell. Oh my God. Yeah. Nasty $6. No, I'm just <laughs> right. But, but that's I'm what saying, I'm but saying. But we can have our own league. A league can launch in two years that's funded in, uh, by black people. We got the talent. Mm-hmm. We got the we got the black quarterbacks, the position that they told you black men shouldn't even be able to play. We got that. Superstar. Right. We All that other shit. Them white boys going to come. 
them white boys yeah. go come. They go come wherever the niggas playing at. Them, yeah, them white audiences, they go come. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Because, yeah. like, I love the Dallas Cowboys. Like, like really love it because where in the world could you have a Super Bowl team where niggas is getting high, oh, fucking hoes, <laughs> and the owner is with it. Jerry Jones is with it. And Jerry Jones is from Port Arthur, Texas, for people who don't know. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. But he ain't trill, my nigga, because he told them niggas y'all can't protest, basically, or else. And niggas yeah. still went and played the game. I'm the type of nigga, I might not even want to protest, but or I, else. I got to take the or else. Show me the or else, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Show me. Listen, man, it all started It all started with a bunch of shit, but reading is what it started with, right? Reading right. is fundamental. That's why they say that, right? right? Reading is fundamental. That's where you learn the fundamentals of everything, right? Then you apply it, right? right. So if you go on to college, right, don't go to be the first African in this predominantly white institution to do something. Go to an HBCU and make that HBCU known for that. David Banner got the formula. If everybody who top prospects just go to for, mm-hmm. to HBCUs, everything that they see in that you can get at an HBCU, I mean at a PWI, will be available at HBCU. Word. What is PWI? Predominantly white institution. You feel what I'm saying? I'm just saying. Yeah. So, if you ain't going to do none of that, not you, but people, if you ain't going to do none of that, don't complain. Right. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You can't, if you ain't part of the a solution, don't complain. That's how you empower the communities, right? PWI has got good communities around them. Why? Because people come. That's when the money gets spent. The motherfuckers go home, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody going to HBCUs. Where they at? They all around the now, projects. Now, now Papa John's is. Yeah, putting you know, up money. So, but, like, like and, 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 and in real in real life. That HBC, you should have said no, thank you. Exactly. Well, it's a new owner. And yeah, it's, yeah. It's still well, a he, PR type no, thing. he he got kicked off the board, so yeah. I could still What's be the, the owner CEO? just off the, the board. Yeah, because yeah, I can appoint the CEO. Right. CEO. But I the fundamentals like, of the company is built on racism. Yeah. You feel just what I'm like saying? Nike. Everybody like, oh, they was giving them millions while making this. But guess what, bro? When Nike was the Bluebird Shoe Company, the founder of Nike told them that a black man will never be ever do anything but put shoes in a box. Because they were racist. Nike was started by racist people. You know what I'm saying? So when you hear that they donate into the Republican Party, the NRA, the Fuck Niggas Association, whatever, you know that like why are why, why are black this, people surprised yeah. I mean, that I white like people could, do white people shit? shit like yeah. I'm not surprised <laughs> when cops kill niggas. I'm not surprised like when white people do white people shit. Like this is the shit that they've done for centuries and centuries and centuries. It's not go change because niggas got a little money. Like they hate you more now. Yeah. Like it's not go change because niggas is smart. Like we always been smarter. Right. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like right. we always been smarter. We always been stronger. We've always been the dominant race. Like the problem is niggas want to be equal yeah. when you're superior. You're superior, bro. It ain't no equal. The word equality is a word that they made up for you to think that that's what you wanted. Equal mm-hmm. to what? We never going to be equal, bro. Mm-hmm. You taller than me. Right. We never going to be equal, bro. You faster than me. Like, it's even the two fastest niggas, one of them's faster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. equality is, is 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 something that doesn't exist, especially racially. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like Racial equality. We never be able to catch up to them with what they're doing because systematically how the, the system is built, like, we going to have to build our own nation mm-hmm. to catch up to that. And it could start with you, bro, because you might read the autobiography of Malcolm X and see one thing that I never even paid attention to or skipped over in that book. And that might be the fuel to your fire for to, to, to ignite that. And you might do that through your music right. or you might do that through your uh, pulling other little niggas on. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? And I just say nigga. Nigga is just a term that I use, even I with the word it. nigga. Mm-hmm. Like, because you can't tell me what to say and, and I can't tell you what to say. And you can say nigga all you want because it's just a word a cracker made up. 
Yeah. <laughs> we ain't make the word up. You know what I'm saying? Now, catch me on the wrong day and saying nigga might get your jaw broke. Mm-hmm. But that's just how I'm feeling that day. But That's communication <laughs> yeah. theory, yeah. though. That's yeah. all communication theory. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Like, why do we give these people so much power when we, what's up? We control the culture, bro. Yeah, yeah. These white hoes want to get ass jobs to look black, my nigga, yeah, because yeah. a white bitch with an ass was ill. Like, <laughs> white hoes had titties. That was yeah. the big thing. You know what I'm saying? So, just read, They man. both had both, man. But you know what you I'm saying? You just wasn't exposed. Yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah. some white bitches with some fat asses. Because they play volleyball. Yeah, volleyball playing white bitches. Or softball. Because that be the fat hoes who just get in shape yeah, yeah, to play yeah, volleyball. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Oh, I'm lying. Have no, you ever seen UCLA's <laughs> softball team they two years ago? Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? But that shit real, man. And I'm just like, I'm pro everything that makes sense for black people. If y'all know it makes sense, then just do that, man. Like, I don't have to tell you to buy black. You should know that, bro. You want right, to know right. why? Because the money you spend with a company that don't have black people interests in mind is the money that you spend essentially to kill yourself, bro. Mm-hmm. You right. feel what I'm saying? I don't have to express to you how uh, treating black women is because guess what? You came from a black woman. You grew up in a house with black women. Listen, man, that... First of all, I don't even think he was white, right? We usually don't talk about current shit. So that dude who jumped out in Florida with that gun, he was exa- he, he's the perfect example of what black men should be doing because he was trying, he, he going to say he was trying to protect that white bitch. That's what we should be doing. I should never go online and see somebody doing something to a black bitch and black men standing around. Mm-hmm. Well, not mm-hmm. black bitch, but a black woman and niggas standing around. I don't give a fuck what you do for a living. Right. I don't give a fuck what your legal situation is. Because at the end of the day, bro, it doesn't happen, and the internet will pay for your uh, lawyer fees. I guarantee you, if you step up for a black woman and you're on probation and you need a lawyer and shit, someone's going to pay. Yeah, someone's go, a lawyer's going to step up and say, "I got that case." Somebody gonna be like, "Let's make sure you 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 think dog who beat uh, Dylan Roof ass in jail ever worried about commissary? A nigga bailed him out after that. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. A nigga bailed him out after that. Oh, you just beat that hunky ass because he killed nine motherfuckers in the church. Oh, here, man. Where was Jesus? <laughs> he was with Where that hunky because he was went Jesus to... with the hunk because in Jesus' name, because I've seen them hang niggas with the Bible in Jesus' name. Yeah. So these black people get killed in this church by this weird, white supremacist. White supremacist. Where was Jesus? But that's another show. But uh, <laughs> we don't mean to get all political and shit. But that's I do just, because it's, it's not political. Though. It's not even political. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's this is what it is. Like that's because you're the next. You you a generation under us. We right. 36. You know what I'm saying? Like I could want to protect y'all or be scared of y'all. Like, I'm only scared of young niggas, man, because young niggas is crazy. You know what yeah, I'm saying? They and they, they don't care about shit. But yeah, I care. they're not even caring. They ain't even care. You know what I'm saying? Shit. But like, yeah. So before I lay you down, young nigga, I'm going to tell you, bro, leave me alone. I care. Maybe you could come fuck with me and I could show you what it is to be a man at that age that nobody showed me. Right. I don't want to kill you, bro. I got a clip full of 15 right now and another 30 in a ride, bro. That's hey. 45 shots, bro. <laughs> I don't want to aim that at nobody. And I've been going to the range so out of 50 shots, I can hit you 47 times. Chest and head. Right. But I don't want to do that to one of our own because that the effects is his mama gonna cry. He might have been a father. Like, and yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to Trip protect myself. Now you white boys though. <laughs> He's that awesome. You know what I'm saying? Now now I don't wanna be the nigga. You don't want me to be the nigga at the grocery store yeah. while you talking crazy to a black lady. You know what I'm saying? Cause I'm gonna tell the black lady, ma'am, please leave. Because you don't, you know what I'm saying? I don't need you to have my back. I need you to leave. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. niggas don't understand. Yeah. Once you, I don't need to know you. I don't matter of fact, just go. Act like I'm yelling at you when you're scared for your life. And I gotta get down with you, bro, because if they it's just like back in the day, 
they could snatch a nigga and lynch him and that'll scare the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. That's not gonna scare me, bro. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. That's not gonna scare we, me. We come, we come, we, come, we go, we go snatch one of y'all. Yeah, like, yeah. like we go snatch one of y'all. And if listen, all my gang banging niggas, everybody who gang bang, my nigga, stop killing each other, bro. Period. If you if you want to gang bang and do all that, if you want to bang on a nigga, we don't own none of these streets. We don't own Great and Street. We don't own Hoover. Yeah, like Hoover. Owners. Hoover is J. Edgar Hoover. Mm-hmm. That's what that is. Cause I went to Hoover Junior High. You yeah, know what I'm saying? That's J. Edgar Hoover, Head bro. Of the FBI. Yeah, took yeah. Down Black bro. Took down everybody. Yeah, everybody. I just told you he Garvey? had. Yeah, uh-huh. everybody. So quit dying for these streets, bro. We don't own these projects, bro. Yeah, yeah. A white person got paid to build the projects. Somebody had the bricks. Somebody had the metal. So the this, windows. The windows. This money is still circulating. And these people teach their kids that you build things to put niggas in. So now you have private jails. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you got a cool message in your music. And I don't want to deter you from your message, but toss some of that in there, bro. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because I got homies that's B's. I got homies that's C's. And they all real. You know what I'm saying? And the older they get, they're like, we ain't, you know, that's just how we grew up. We were forced right. to think yeah, that. Yeah, that's your environment. Right. You were forced to think that a nigga on the other side of Grand River yeah. want to kill you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But for real. he don't. He just think the niggas on the other side of Grand River want to kill me. Like, bro, I'm from a small city. I fuck with both projects. I fuck with all the hoods. I got niggas that I fuck with in all them hoods. And it was growing up, the across the ass niggas is this. But I grew up across the ass for real, though. The Saigon niggas is this and this. I know all these niggas, you know what I'm saying? And it's cool people everywhere, and it's fuck niggas everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, But just because you was a fuck nigga yesterday don't mean you ain't discovered that maybe I was wrong. Maybe mm-hmm. that that's also oh, niggas waking up out of they fuck niggas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you gotta let a nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't like it's niggas yeah, that we can't hold with it that, that we thought was whole ass niggas, but respectively they wasn't whole ass niggas. They was just whole ass niggas to us. We was on the opposite end, but motherfuckers knew us all. Man, I fuck with him. He cool. I fuck with the twins. They cool. How y'all don't get along? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it'd be a lot of that because it'd be miscommunication, and it'd be like he from Finkel. Or that from, ain't the miscommunication. No, no, no. Right? That, that's, no that's what, what I'm saying. It'd be since a nigga from Finkel, I'm from this street, I don't fuck with him because we never fuck with Finkel niggas. And then a Finkel nigga start getting money or start hanging out or got a baby over there. And you're like, man, these niggas just like us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like literally, like they didn't have the same opportunities. Like niggas get mad because a nigga blow up in the dope game. Bro. I didn't have opportunity, bro. Just like you didn't. This is what I did. This is what I excelled at. It's the same in your hood. Mm-hmm. For every rich nigga in one hood is one over here. For every nigga who die over here is one over here. Yeah. And niggas need to be like, yo, but we go across eight mile and a nigga put on his seatbelt, won't take his gun and all that. Because overall, niggas are scared of hunkies, man. That's just the conclusion. Like, they scared of hunkies and they, when they think they in authority. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's just what it is. Yeah. But... So maybe, so maybe they should really uh, be authority of themselves. Yeah, yeah. And it start with the mind, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, you hear people who in jail say, yeah, they got my body, but they don't got my mind. Because that's when, like, you got to shape your mind and unlearn everything you learn. Because, nigga, if you grown and you still tell me Christopher Columbus discovered America, right. that let me know you ain't you thinking. Know yeah, you feel yeah. what I'm saying? Because after they tell you that, they'll tell you whoever discovered a new land is named after them. But we live in America. Mm-hmm. So how Christopher Columbus discover America? Who the fuck is America? Mm-hmm. Come on, now. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> so you just got to, and books are, are help you with that. You feel what I'm saying? So think of your mind as a file cabinet, and every part of your life got files. So you got a financial file cabinet. You got a history file cabinet. And all this little shit you put in there and shit, right? And then you got to start taking that shit out and say, this don't belong to me because right. this is not what I believe. 
It's something as simple as Christmas. No, I don't believe that's Jesus' birthday. Let me take that out of my file cabinet. Right. You could believe what you want. I just don't believe that. Right. You feel what I'm saying? That's what you're saying. And start putting new shit in the file cabinet that you actually believe. You feel what I'm saying? You well, got kids? Yeah, I got one. So you're going to have to teach this kid either everything that you were taught that you know to be wrong or you got to start discovering what's your truth right. and how you see it so you can teach that. Because, like me, I don't believe in Christmas, like, period, like, but the the tradition, I don't believe in the message of Christmas. Right. This is Jesus' birthday, blah, blah, blah. But the tradition, because America is a traditional place that they stole from, like, they stole mm-hmm. everything and turned it into weird traditions. Mm-hmm. So traditionally, my daughter could celebrate Christmas because she don't got to believe what I believe. But right. I let her know, oh, I'm not buying you nothing for Christmas, but I put this money in your uh, trust fund. I bet you you need that way more than you need this shit. You know right. what I'm yeah, saying? You need this toy. But, yeah, so you just got to teach your kids all the shit that you was lied to about. Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, if you are an African-American and you believe that uh, your history be- begins with slavery, then you would never understand why we call each other king and queen. Mm-hmm. Because even though slaves were kings and queens, dummy, they brung them from their land where they were kings and queens. They weren't. They didn't snatch them as slaves. They conquer empires and snatched all the people mm-hmm. and the, the king had to go too so the, the the queen had to go too so you are of kings and queens regardless of how they got here we were still kings and queens when we got here that's why they treat niggas like that like because mm-hmm. nigga, break you. yeah and, but don't let them break you you know what I'm saying so how can we get at you bro what's your uh your socials my socials. Social media. Yeah, he, he, yeah, he, <laughs> like, he looked at him like you a scamming ass nigga. That would hey. have to be your first thought. <laughs> hey, dog. No, look, no, he, the way he looked, he said, "Yo, so, what's your socials?" Yeah, he feels. <laughs> no, 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 I'm about no. to write it down too. So no, I'm but uh, <laughs> yeah, my that nigga media. was stuck. Yeah, I looked at him like he was crazy for a minute. Ago. <laughs> but no, uh, my Instagram Rio R I O underscore one zero zero grand. Okay. Yeah, my Facebook page is Kiwan. Spell that out for us. K E J U A N. Music. Yeah. Yeah, that's how you find it on Facebook. Okay, that's dope. And then what you got, and tell them how they can uh, discover the old music and then everything like that. Uh, old music, shit, you can go on SoundCloud, look up. That was under my old name. No, that's my middle name. Actually, everything is on the website. Um, yeah. Upper E M G N T dot com. Say it again. Upper E. MGMT.com. And then you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at TCE Pod at TCE Pod. Also, if you want to uh, advertise or be on the show, that's uh, PR at TCOHH.org. PR at TCOHH.org. And uh, I, I want, want for my, my brother what I want for myself. Kid J. Edgar Hoover, there.